ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhunt, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 Purpose Girls. Have you ever thought about how you would feel if you knew you were dying? Now, that might not sound like the typical Purpose Girl happiness talk, but it's on my mind and on my heart today because a beloved member of our Purpose Girl community passed away. Brenda Rivas is a beautiful 44-year-old mother of three, wife, positive psychology coach. She was both my positive psychology student and had been in my four-month Empowered program and suffered from endometrial cancer for years. And her passing has me really thinking about life and has me really wanting to connect with you about your life and about death. Not from the grim or morbid perspective, but from the perspective of let's use Brenda's life as a reminder to all of us to ask the question, how do we want to live? Asking ourselves the question that at the end of our lives, what do we want to be able to say about how we lived? What do we want to be able to say about what we did and whether we went for it and where we spent our time? And so today's episode of the Purpose Girl podcast is all about living, really living. It is all about that question. At the end of your life, what would you regret not doing? And I ask that question again, not to be morbid, but so that we are so focused on living, on being fully alive, that we really go for it. And so I dedicate this episode to you, Brenda. Thank you for being a light in my life, in all of our lives, who knew you and loved you. Thank you for being so wise, for sharing so much wisdom with me and with others. Thank you for your smile and your laugh and your brilliant brightness and radiance. Thank you for watching over all of us now and ensuring that we're all living as Purpose Girls. Before I begin, of course, I want to read a review of the week, and it just is a coincidence that this is the review of the week. This review comes from Love830, and it's a five-star review entitled, Thank You. All I have to say is thank you for saving my life. I was in a very dark depression because of situations going on in my life and medical problems. I started doing the 30-day journal of three things you're grateful for and one thing I'm proud of. I feel completely out of the dark and back to my strong, happy self. All I can say is thank you. Love 830, you just like made my whole day. You are making, I mean, I I don't even have words. So thank you for sharing with me how the Purpose Girl podcast and how these tools, the science of women's happiness changed and saved your life. That is why I do what I do. I am so glad. I am so honored. I'm so deeply inspired. 
that you are doing the tools and doing the work to actually make your life great. That is what this is about. And so bravo to you, love, 830. I love you so much. And to all of you out there, if you have not yet left your review, please just pause the podcast literally for 120 seconds for two minutes. Head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you leave reviews and hit five stars and leave one sentence. It means that women all over the world find us. And that's how we are growing and changing the world one woman at a time, beginning with ourselves, but letting other women know that there are tools available to them to be their most alive, most vibrant, most radiant, happiest selves. So there's a study done by two professors of psychology, Mike Morrison of the University of Illinois and Neil Rose of the Kellogg School of Management at Northwestern University. They got together and they did a study asking people, at the end of life, what is it that you most regret? And they formulated a hypothesis that they then tabulated. And what they found is that at the end of someone's life, what people regret is not what they did but it is what they didn't do, right? I didn't spend that quality time with my loved ones. I didn't write that book. I didn't take the art class. I didn't allow myself to express how I really felt. I didn't tell everybody that I was bisexual. I didn't, right? The inaction. Their research studies showed that it was the inaction regrets that lasted longer than the action regrets You had greater loss of what you didn't do than of what you did. Now, this is so important because as we think about this episode, this topic of life and living, the question is, what would it be to really live for you? What would living really be? Thinking about our beloved Brenda, who you can tell my heart is broken into a million pieces. When I think about Brenda, she came from a very difficult childhood. She was abandoned by her father when she was young. She had experienced verbal, emotional, and then later in life by one of her loves, physical abuse. She needed to leave a relationship with her kids in order to be strong and healthy She created a career for herself by learning new technologies in social media, and she started working for a coach and helped that coach become very big and really learned internet marketing with her. Like She really created her life on her terms. She decided she was not going to be a victim. And then as she started doing more marketing work for more coaches, she realized that what she really was was a coach. What she really was was a medicine woman. That though she was working with different people on marketing, that it was her soothing voice. It was the questions that she asked about what they wanted in life. It was her way of guiding people back to their heart and to her soul. That was her real gift. And when she told her clients, I'm not going to be doing marketing consulting anymore. I'm going to be doing life coaching. They all said to her, well, that's what you've already been doing. And Brenda was the kind of person who lived so fully That she actually took that leap, closed out the one business, got her certificate in positive psychology, which is where I met her. I was her teacher in Miami, Florida, in the Certificate of Applied Positive Psychology program that I teach in. And in that experience, she shed so many of her old limiting beliefs about her ability 
to be that medicine woman, her ability to be a priestess on earth, her ability to coach and heal others. She shed all of that. And in that program, she learned the tools and she went on to get her coaching certificate. And then she went on and she built a beautiful practice. I only met her maybe four years ago. And in these four years, she built a beautiful life coaching practice. And I know she helps so many women as well as her three kids, she would constantly tell me about how she was taking the tools that she would learn in positive psychology back to help her teenage son, back to help her young adult daughters. It was incredible to see her flourish. She loved the ocean. After she was my positive psychology student, she was my positive psychology assistant in the next certificate program. She came to the room early each day to set up And then she would go to the ocean because I teach class in Miami about a block from the ocean. It's like the best place to take a positive psychology class or any class. And she would just sit by the ocean and she would let that breeze in her hair. She would let the sun warm up her cheeks. Her eyes would become like so alive. She would come to me as if she had literally just been having the most delicious, pleasurable, orgasmic sex experience of her life. I mean, that was what the ocean did for her. And she would breeze into the room when I was about to teach class. And it was like, I just wanted some of her light. Because Brenda was living. She had decided that she was really living. And when she first found out about her cancer, she decided she was going to take hold of it. She completely changed her eating. She completely changed her relationship with food. She completely healed relationships with her family of origin. She lived. And then as she was building her coaching practice, she wanted even more. And so she would take additional courses and she would learn. And she put out this beautiful program about being soul happy because that's what she was. She was happy from her soul and she wanted to radiate. And as the cancer started eating her body and the chemotherapy and she lost her hair and she went down to 80 pounds She called me when she thought she was on her final treatment and that she was finally getting better. And she said, I want to be alive again. And she joined my Empowered program. Now, here's a woman who had been through chemotherapy, radiation. She had been through this horrible experience of cancer, had, you know, lost so much of her health. And she was saying, I want to join that Empowered program because I want to get back on that horse. I want to be alive again. I want to live my purpose. She was like fully taking charge of her life. And so she joined. And just after joining, she found out that the cancer was not going anywhere, but it was spreading. Of course, she could have backed out of the program, but she didn't. What she did is when we had a retreat that was even just miles from her house in Miami, Brenda showed up online. She was laying in bed. She had had a blood transfusion, was in the hospital the day before. And she was laying in bed for our entire retreat, but she came on on Zoom. And with all of us, she contributed. She shared what it is to be an empowered woman. She talked about her own dreams, her own vision, the wisdom that she's gained from having cancer, what she wants to show her kids about not only surviving, but thriving. She participated in all the group activities and All of us were in tears by her incredible wisdom. She lived even in her days of dying. And then as the four-month program continued, she actually got sicker and sicker. 
And when she could, she would show up on those calls. Yeah, she was in bed. Yeah, she had had a hard day. Pain, pain, pain. But she would show up for herself. And in the last retreat, which was just a couple of months ago, a couple of months before she passed away, we were in Philadelphia. And again, she showed up on Zoom, on the computer, laying in bed. Now we know, so close to her death. And she was inspiring all of us, claiming, vowing that she was here for a deeper message, deeper purpose, that she was going to show her kids about what it is to thrive, that she had wisdom to share from her experience of cancer. I mean, she was living her purpose in that moment with us, teaching us how to be filled with grace and how to live even when you're dying. When I found out that Brenda passed away a couple of days ago, I thought of the book she wanted to write. And I was speaking with Christy on my team who knew her well also. And Christy said, I hope she didn't die with that dream in her heart. Oh my gosh, you can tell it just makes me, it makes me just so sad thinking that. And Christy said, I hope that we find her writing somewhere that she has written some of it down. And this idea of dying with a dream in your heart is way too close to the surface for me. Because as you all know, I almost died 10 years ago when someone pulled a gun to my head. And there was a dream in my heart then. The dream in my heart then was that I would be doing this now. I had never heard, there was no such thing as podcasting or I'd never heard of it 10 years ago. But the dream that I would be creating programs, I would be out there speaking to women all over the world about you standing in your power, you taking the risks, you learning the science tools in order to live that fulfilling on purpose life. I mean, that was the dream. And I feel so blessed that I've gotten to live it. I feel so blessed that I've gotten to live it. And my sincere hope is that I do you right, that I serve you well. And I deeply desire to go bigger with all of you. I deeply desire to hold big events where we all come together and we are together for a day, for a weekend. That's why I hold retreats like the Goddess Girls Retreat. So we all can come together. I hold retreats, the Goddess Retreat in Greece or Purpose in Paris. So we all can come together and we can shine. My deep desire that you all receive Purpose Girl Coaching, you go through the Purpose Girl Coaching method so that you actually identify your purpose and that you get on your track to living it. I deeply desire to work individually with each one of you. In fact, I'm just going to throw this out as an offer. If any of you want a half hour call with me, for me to do some kind of quick coaching with you and see what it's like to coach with me. And you've been on the fence. Do I want to? Don't I want to? I don't know what that looks like. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. I do all my work on Skype. If you want that free half hour, email us. Go to PurposeGirl.com right now and email us. And we'll spend that half hour and you'll get, first of all, that half hour will help you in your life in some way. And you'll get a sense of what is it like for you to actually get that support in living your best life. Because for me to do what I do here on the podcast, I want to just take it bigger and be able to help all of you. So in this study that the professors commissioned of 370 American men and women, there were common regrets, regrets about romance, lost love, not spending time with family, not pursuing education that people wished that they had, not pursuing a particular career that they wished that they had. 
And of course, relationships are so important to us. It's something that we know leads to great happiness. We know that relationships are the number one indicator of someone living a happy life. And yet that's a huge piece of what people end up regretting at the end of their lives. And so taking a moment for yourself, this experience with Brenda made me pause and say, am I being the friend that I want to be? And quite frankly, no, because I will get wrapped up in this work of empowering all of you that I forget about the very women, my dearest friends, who have empowered me to be here in front of this microphone. And I want to say to them right now, I am sorry, and I love you, and I will do better. The fact is that living, really living, means knowing what you need to live your happiest life. Just yesterday morning, upon hearing this news, I made a list. I need time in nature. I need to take long walks holding hands with my husband. I need a lot of hugs from my dog. I need time with my friends. I need to laugh. I need dinner parties. I need dancing. I need to go out dancing to live my happiest life. I need to take my erotic dance class to live my happiest life. I need to write the freaking book that I let fear interrupt or hold me back or procrastinate all the time. I need to write the books. Do you know how many books I have for you guys in my head? I need to get those out on paper. And if I get stumped, you know what I need to do? I need to do what I tell all of you to do. I need to hire a coach to help me. We all need to take hold of this life right now. In my Empowered program two years ago, we were talking about bucket lists. And a woman was turning 40. And so she made a 40-item bucket list. And her commitment to herself was that she would do them all before she turned 40. And I will tell you, she blew us all away with her commitment to finishing that list of 40. It was incredible. Everything from going out on dates because she had separated from her husband to going out dancing to traveling alone to asking for a promotion. She did them all. And she came alive. The more she would knock down on her list, the more alive she came. She felt so happy. She felt so accomplished. She felt so alive. It's actually why I'm calling my first live event Purpose Girl Alive because we want to feel fully alive. And listen, doing these things isn't easy. If you are separated, if you've ever been separated or you've been through a breakup of any kind, you know how hard it is to go on that first date or to put yourself out there online on dating, on those apps or whatever it might be, or to go out to an event and start meeting people. You know how hard that is. And the fear can be debilitating. Or you, if you have a boss that is challenging for you, you know how hard it is to go in and ask for the promotion. Or maybe you've wanted to travel alone. Another woman who did my Living on Purpose course, what she really wanted was to see the world. And she had a partner who wouldn't go And so by the end of the course, she had booked her trip to Italy with a friend. She was like, I'm just going to do it. Yes. And she said it completely changed her life. Getting over that fear and just doing it completely changed her life. Because once you start saying yes to yourself, you begin a pattern. You begin momentum. It begins in flow of yes, 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 yes. And that's what it is to feel fully alive. A book written by Bronnie Ware is called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. She is a nurse, and 
a nurse in palliative care. So she was constantly working with people who were on their deathbeds. And she made a list and wrote a book about the top five regrets. And I want to share them with you. Number one, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. I mean, this one just cuts to my heart. I don't know about you, but she says this was the most common regret of all. When people realize that their life is almost over and look back clearly on it, it's easy to see how many dreams have gone unfulfilled. Most people had not honored even a half of their dreams and had to die knowing that it was due to choices they had made or not made. Ouch. I mean, that just like hurts my heart, right? That, that moment that Christy and I thought of Brenda and did she die with a dream in her heart. And so what would it mean to you to live a life true to yourself, not the life others expect of you? What are the dreams of your heart? And if you do not know, that is when to immediately take me up on my half-hour coaching offer or to immediately sign up for Purpose Girl Alive. That is when to say, I am going to do something that removes layers. What happens is when we are young, we are very clear on what we desire, right? You ask a little kid what they want to be when they grow up. It's like, oh, I want to be a ballerina and I want to be a fireman and I want to be an astronaut. And they might want to be 10 things, but they like know and they know who they are. They dance when they want to dance. They scream when they want to scream and they think that they are awesome. They have no worries about if they're a good singer. They just sing. So the idea of not knowing our desires actually is not truth. The truth of your desires are inside of you. What happens is that throughout your life, you learn, I learn, we all learn that our truth is not okay. That someone says to you, like a music teacher says, you want to sing? No, you've got a terrible voice. Choose art, choose something else. Or you have this dream of traveling and someone says, you can't do that. You're a single woman. That's going to be hard for you or it's dangerous. And each time you hear that you can't do the desire, you shut off a teeny part of you. And so this light about travel gets shut off. The light about being a singer gets shut off. The light gets shut off around being a writer, whatever it might be, until your light is so dimmed and you have so much covering up that truth within. It's like someone, all these people, all these situations, society puts all these layers and layers and layers. Imagine like this beautiful bright light that is under 16 layers of blankets. You can't see the light under 16 layers of blankets. Well, that's what all of these expectations, fears, stories that other people have put onto us. Those are the blankets. And so I always say it's not about finding your purpose or needing to figure out your dreams. It's about uncovering them, peeling back the layers one by one by one until you get to that light. And that's what we're going to be doing at Purpose Girl Alive. That's what I do in my coaching, right? It is getting to that light. And what is your light and what's going to light you up? We remove the layers and we get clear on that light because the number one regret that this author and nurse found is that when they look back at their life, too many dreams had gone unfulfilled. And on my watch, sister, I am not going to let that happen to you. I'm not going to let it happen to me, and I'm not going to let it happen to you. Someone might think I'm crazy at this point for still working on the dream of being a mom, right? Like I've already been through two miscarriages. I've already gone through IVF and with a donor egg and spent $25,000. 
And maybe there will come a time when I say this isn't for me. But I'm not going to die with a dream in my heart and not say that I at least tried. Even though it's painful, even though it costs money, we can always make more money. If you need help making money, you just ask me. I will help you (laughs) make some money. There's always more money to be made. But I will not, not on my watch. I want to be on your shoulder forever, reminding you to have the courage to live true to yourself, your dreams, your truth. Someone I know was having such a hard time telling her family that she was bisexual. And I get it. This world is cruel, can be cruel. But as soon as she ripped off that band-aid, as soon as she removed that layer and she shone her light and she said, this is my truth, she felt free. Was this a little scary? Yes. Maybe a lot scary. But on my watch, not on my watch, not on my watch will you not live your dreams. On my watch, you're going to live your dreams and you're going to have the courage to live true to yourself. What the nurse found number two is that they, people wish that they hadn't worked so hard. Woo! This one also hit me hard preparing for this episode because I work really hard, my friends. I spend a lot of time. In fact, I am almost single focused on being purpose girl for you. And sometimes I think it even impacts my health. And this situation with Brenda is a wake up call for me that yes, my work is my dream and my work is my purpose. And I am not doing you or me or anyone a favor if I don't also live outside of purpose girl. So it's time for me to get back to basics too me to do the self-care. And yes, self-care meaning the massages and the pedicures and manicures. But what I really mean by self-care is that I have that list and I need to exercise my body every day, that I need that quality time with Josh, that I need time with myself, that I'm just sitting in nature by a river and writing in my journal, that I'm dancing, that I'm with friends, that I'm living Again, I'm reading the top five regrets of the dying, uh, a book by Bronnie Ware. And number three is I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. Whew. Again, this one with Brenda's hitting me hard because in the last two months of her life, we weren't in touch. And I wish I could take those two months back. I hope that she knows how much I loved her. I hope that she really felt it, even though we hadn't talked in her final days. And so is there something that you have not been saying? Is there someone you want to say, I love you to, that you have not been? An incredible woman came on my retreat to Glastonbury, England, a priestess Avalon retreat. And she had fallen in love with a man. And he hadn't professed his love back. But she said, I'm going to be love no matter what. And she sent him postcards of love. She sent him a whole poem, you know, in different postcards. And she said, it really doesn't matter if he says, I love you back. It's about her being love in the world, her expressing her feelings. So she didn't, she doesn't have to wonder if she shared her feelings. And she was, she is one of the brightest most alive, most radiant women I have ever met. Light oozes from her because she's not in fear of rejection. She's not in fear of being vulnerable. She's vulnerable and she is like a queen of love knowing that that love spreads in the world and that fills her up. 
to express your feelings to your kids, to your niece, nephews, to family members, to friends, expressing your feelings to people you love. And also the other part of expressing your feelings is sharing when you're upset. You don't have to swallow everything whole. You are allowed to set boundaries and say no. Expressing your feelings that something is not working for you. If you've been abused your whole life, I want you to express your feelings that no, I will not put up with this anymore. If you don't, what's happening is that those feelings are getting stuffed in your belly. And then we get upset belly. Those feelings get stuffed in your throat. And then we start having coughing or in your lungs, right? Or it gets stuffed and then you have a lump in your throat. This is the stuff that becomes disease. Might become diabetes, might become cancer, might become illness. We have got to express our truth. You can do it in a loving way, but we've got to be able to say no and be able to say yes. And so even if there's someone who's already passed away, if you never got out your anger at how they treated you, that is okay. Go look at a picture of them and get your anger out and say, this was not right. This was not right. I will not stand for it anymore. I will not let you have control of my life anymore. You are entitled. You are allowed. And more than that, you need it. You need it physically. You need it mentally. And it will help you die without regrets. Number four, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Ooh, this is a big one. Big one. My college girlfriends and I, we graduated in 1996, however many years ago that was. It was a long time ago. And we still get together every single year. Now, here we all are in our 40s, and they all have at least three kids. One has four. And we all have different work, whether it's working in the home or working, having our own business or being a teacher. I mean, we all have work. And we still go every single year for our girls weekend. And I'm so freaking proud of us that we are still doing it. I think we're so amazing. And I want to do that with more of my friends. Staying in touch with friends is so important. Relationships are where it is at. And what this author says in her book is that often people wouldn't recognize or realize the full benefits of old friends until their dying weeks. And it was not always possible to track them down. Many had become so caught up in their lives that they had let golden friendships slip by over the years. There were many deep regrets about not giving friendships the time and effort that they deserved. Oh my God, this makes me want to cry because I sometimes do this. She says, everyone misses their friends when they are dying. Whew. So question for you. Who would you like to call as soon as the podcast episode is over? Who are you going to call? Which friend are you going to text? Can you send a group text that says, I love you. I miss you. Can you send out a calendar saying, these are three dates. Who, who will have coffee with me? Let's do it. Let's be the friend that we want to be. And number five, I wish I had let myself be happier. This author says, remember, she's a nurse working with people at the end of their life. She says, many people did not realize until the end that happiness is a choice. They had stayed stuck in old patterns and habits. The so-called comfort of familiarity overflowed into their emotions as well as their physical lives. Fear of change had them pretending to others and to themselves. That they were content when deep within they longed to laugh properly and have silliness in their life again. That is exactly why I do what I do. 
That is why I plead with all of you to get so clear on what makes you happy and to do it. And I am doing it with you. I don't do this perfectly. You know, I'm honest. Shoot, I sometimes so get trapped in work. I need to do these two. We're going to do them together. Do you need to laugh more? Well, who are the people that you laugh with? Or if you don't have people to laugh with, come on one of my sisterhoods. Come on a retreat. We laugh our butts off. What makes you happy? Is it doing pottery? Is it dancing? What is it? Let yourself have the happiness. Because what is it all worth if we get to the end and we haven't had our happiness? And by the way, like I said, I'm saying this to myself as I say it to you, because I have always identified this work as my happiness. And it is. I love it so much. You can't tell I love this so much. And thank you, Brenda, for reminding me about the rest of life and that I want a full life. I want a whole life. I want to feel amazing and content and at peace and joyful and funny and sensual and sexual in all aspects of my life. Thank you, Brenda, for this reminder. You know, everything in nature has a cycle. The cycle is birth, life, death, rebirth. And as you watch the seasons, right, birth, we have spring, the buds come on the trees. Summer, life, it's vibrant, alive, the sunshine, people playing outside, Death is when we start to see the leaves go on the trees and we go into winter and the trees are barren. And then in spring, there is rebirth. And the good news is that we all follow this same pattern. Every seven years, all of our cells die out. We are a completely different human than we were seven years ago. All of our cells are different. And so we naturally follow this cycle too, where cells are birthed, cells live, and then cells die off either through hair follicles or particles on skin and rebirth. We build new cells again. This is also the cycle that any of us can have with any pattern in our life. So as you think about these aspects of what hold people back, living true to yourself in your dreams, right? That was number one. Remember, What the researchers found, when we die, what we regret is inaction. Whatever the fear is, if it's a fear of rejection, it's a fear of failure, it's a fear of not having money, whatever it is, a fear of shame, a fear of guilt, a fear of unworthiness, let that die for rebirth. Let that die for rebirth. This is a cycle I go through constantly where I will have ideas and they are like spring And it's new life. And then those ideas grow and expand. And then at some point, the idea dies off or the program is over. I've had it for a few years. And then it's time for the new. And the same is true with each of us. We are not living in a linear line from A to B. We're living on a spiral. And on that spiral, why are we here if not to evolve and to grow And to expand and to have even greater levels of happiness and joy and freedom and aliveness and fulfillment. Now, having that will come with the full cycle where it means that we may, as we expand and grow, there may be people in our lives who we need to 
let go of. They are no longer serving us. It may be that your job is no longer serving you and that that is going to come to a cycle and you can let it go and birth the new. Or that may be true of a partnership. And it's always going to be true of the patterns that hold us back. I have a pattern of thinking I need to be big and perfect. And I am so aware in the last 48 hours of how that holds me back and that I am so ready for that pattern to go so that I can be more fully alive and enjoy all aspects of my life and live the full dream. Yes, the Purpose Girl dream and the full dream. This is what I honor Brenda with. And so I ask all of you, Will you join me in living in Brenda's honor? She's a purpose girl just like us. She was part of the Purpose Girls Facebook group. She was in my empowered group, one of my positive psychology students, and she remains a light in my life, in your life, in all of our lives. And let's use what we know from the research and from the professionals about living, fully living, fully living our most alive selves. So your purpose power tips for today are number one, to get clear on what's the dream in your heart for you to live fully alive and to take steps, small steps. Take me up on my half-hour coaching. Take me up on coming to Purpose Girl Alive, the first live event. Let's do this. Purpose power tip number two, look at the relationships in your life and how could you be the friend that you want to be? Is there someone or some way that you can show up even more or in a way that you really want to so that you live the way you want, so that you die without regrets? And number three, let's have some fun. What would fun mean to you? Do you want to go run out to the playground and go swinging? Do you want to make sure that you get your walks in nature? What would some fun be for you? Let's live, my friends. Let's live, live, live. We're going to do it in Brenda's honor. We're going to do it together. And then we're going to be our happiest selves. So as always, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Purpose Girl podcast. It has been such a pleasure, such an honor to do this work with you, to rise as our greatest, most powerful, most purposeful, most pleasurable, most fulfilled selves together. Of course, I want you to participate in Women's Global Happiness Day by coming to the Purpose Girl Alive event. Go to PurposeGirlAlive.com. I want you to join our free Facebook group where we are, members are posting every day. We are posting different prompts and inquiries and questions and ways to participate every day. It's totally free. Go over to Facebook and search for Purpose Girls, the Women's Happiness Network. Follow me, Coach Karen Rockhine on Facebook or on Instagram, Karen Rockhind. And the most important thing you can do is to share this with friends. Grab friends and come to Purpose Girl Alive together. Share this podcast episode with friends, friends who talk about how they're unhappy, friends who talk about how they hate their jobs, friends who talk about how they have dreams, but they won't follow them. Share this information with them. The more you share this information, the more you share this podcast, that's how we change the world one woman at a time. Because we make sure that every woman lives fulfilled. We make sure every woman feels purposeful. We make sure every woman lives fully alive while she's on earth. Can you imagine a world where all women were living fully alive? And imagine all the places in the world where women are not allowed to. And so if you are in a place in the world where you are allowed to, let's do it together for those women. 
Let's take a stand for those women that because we have the freedom to live a life, we are going to. And we're doing it together. And I love you so, so, so much. And so with that, I hope you live purposefully. You love yourself and you love life. Bye for now.